Hey, my name's Helen and you're listening to the Love Mondays Club podcast. If you're a fellow tutor, trainer or coach, then welcome. You're in the right place. Whether you're looking to start, grow or expand your online services, this podcast is for you. My goal is to help you build your business, earn more money and have more fun in this messy muddle we call entrepreneurship. Every Monday, I'm going to be sharing practical tips to help you accelerate your business. From marketing to mindset to money, we'll cover it all. So if you're ready, let's dive in. Hi everyone and welcome to episode four. In today's episode, we are going to be talking all about three types of self-sabotage and how we can tackle them. I think most of us know that one of the most really, I guess, important things with running our own businesses is mastering our own mindset. I know in the early stages of running my business, it's something that I perhaps didn't pay enough attention to. I definitely got caught in that trap of, I just need more qualifications, I need more strategy, I need more ideas, I need to dedicate more and more time to my business and wanting to build it. And don't get me wrong, all of those things are really, really important. But I think that there's a really common trend and common theme out here when you look at people who are successful and, you know, who have sort of achieved like big business goals and big sort of dreams and ambitions of things that they've wanted. So much of it comes down to their mindset, the way they look at their business. And also, I think as well, a huge part of this is also all about self-awareness and raising your own self-awareness about your own habits, your behaviours, things that, you know, might help you to work really well and other things that might slow you down or might also be self-sabotaging at the same time. So we're going to today talk about three of the things that I see coming up all the time with people I work with in my coaching but also things that I see in myself as well. And I'm going to share with you some little tips and hacks of ways that I've overcome these sort of self-sabotaging behaviours as we've gone through. So the first one is procrastination. So I think this is something we can all relate to, all probably feel that we do this from time to time, maybe even on a weekly basis. So procrastination really, I think, shows up for us when we put off doing something that we know is really important. Now, quite often, I think we can make these huge huge to-do lists of all the things that we want to do in a day, do in a week. And we know that if we really look at that list and broke it down and had to pick out maybe two things that are really going to turn the needle in our business or make a big difference, they're often the ones that we put to one side. And then we spend all of our time doing the small little bitty admin tasks or little things in the background that are important for running our businesses, but aren't necessarily making a huge difference and helping us to take sort of big leaps forward. Another way as well that procrastination can show up is I think we can often spend quite a lot of time talking about the things that we want to do, but not actually doing it itself. And in this process as well, we find plenty of ways to distract ourselves, as we say. Other things could be even non-work related. I know personally, if I've got things that I need to do, but aren't particularly in the mood for or not quite sort of finding the motivation for it, I will end up cleaning my house. The house will be sometimes spotlessly clean. (laughs) And I think that's often a sign that there's probably something big that I need to be doing. So it's really important to watch out for these little patterns of behaviour. And also as well, it's always really important to remember that There is always more money to make in the world, but there's never going to be the possibility to get time back. So I think it's really sort of sensible and important that we look at sort of how we spend the time in our businesses, how much time we maybe spend 
faffing around not doing the things that we need to be doing a little way to sort of get around this is two things really one I've really found that making public promises helps me to stay accountable so this could be things like going out to your audience and saying you know let's say for example we're going to put out a resource or something something that's going to help us build our audience I'll go out to my audience and say on x date I'm going to be releasing this or you know on x date I'm going to be going live and talking about three tips for whatever it might be and making those public promises is really helpful. I haven't necessarily found that people are going to be chasing you up in your audience about this but equally it still gives you that level of commitment and accountability. Also as well in terms of your calendar and your time management I think that time blocking is a really helpful really important thing to do. I think like all things in life if we give ourselves two hours to do something it will take two hours but if we give ourselves half an hour it puts us under a little bit more time pressure gives us that bit more of a deadline and helps us just to really focus ourselves on what we need to do. I've actually found that in reality I'm probably most productive for 20 to 40 minutes at a time. Anything after that I start opening up different tabs, scrolling through things, reading, all sorts of different things that in many ways I'll tell myself I'm being productive but in reality I'm not ticking off the big task that I have there in front of me. So there we go, for procrastination make public promises and block out your calendar. This will end up saving you time and actually when you hear so many of these people talking about I only work you know four or five hours a day The reality is that most of us probably only do that much concentrated work each day. I think back to like when I was in an office, there was plenty of time spent making cups of tea, talking to people, watching the birds out the window, (laughs) not necessarily doing productive work. So I think that this is a really great way of sort of almost giving yourself back more time as well. The second type of self-sabotage that can come up, I think, is self-doubt. And self-doubt is really this feeling of sitting there and thinking, am I good enough for this? Can I do this? Am I capable of achieving this? And this can be all sorts of things. I mean, this could be, you know, in the very early stages of your business, the self-doubt could be just doubting whether you've got the ability to set up a business and get started. I think in that sort of middle phase of your business, potentially when you're really busy and you've got loads of things going on, it's that whole thing of often your time poor, client rich. You know, you've got lots of money coming in, but equally it feels like you've got no time and you're burning out. And I think self-doubt can appear there when you're sort of feeling like you know that you need to maybe start outsourcing, you need to get extra support in your business. And that can throw up lots of questions about, you know, can I manage people? Is this the right thing to do in my business right now? Really, I think at every stage of your business as you're leveling up and increasing and trying to expand your services and expand your business it's really easy to get into that little sort of funk really of feeling like can I do this am I capable of doing it something that I think really works and can be really helpful for your mindset is asking for feedback and also keeping a record of it now don't be scared of this feedback this feedback can come from clients people you've worked with anyone really that's involved in your business and what I've done over the years is every time I get a bit of feedback I have a special folder that I put it all in so it could be like emails text messages comments on social media all sorts of different things and I think that keeping these screenshots and these messages has been really helpful for me when I have had those little wobbles and they do happen pretty much every time I think about doing something new in my business this podcast is a prime example of that you know I've something I've wanted to do for ages but of course as it got closer and closer to the deadline of me launching the podcast 
all of these niggles and worries came back again. So having this record and almost this bank of like positive feedback that I could refer back to reminded me that this is something I really want to do. And it's actually something that my audience have even asked me to do in the past. And the idea is as well that it's not about sort of external validation all the time. It's not even necessarily something that you have to like share with the world, all these comments and feedback, because some of it can just be like private moments where you've just had a quiet conversation with someone you've worked with. But it's just really helpful to sort of show yourself to recognise how others see you. So there we go. For self-doubt, really helpful. Keep a record, all your positive feedback. Make sure it's really obvious, really there in your face so that you can keep reflecting on it and really help you to stay motivated with sort of progressing onto that next step. The last one, and I think this is something I see all the time, especially in lots of the teachers I work with, is the idea of perfectionism. Do you ever find that you stop yourself from sharing content and ideas because you feel like it's just not quite ready yet? There's always like a little tweak you want to make here, something else you want to add. Maybe you're second guessing yourself, you know, should you have worded the instructions in this way? Is the activity interesting enough? All sorts of different things could be thrown up here. In many ways, it's quite liberating to kind of get to a point where you start to realise, do you know what? It's never going to be perfect and actually that is absolutely fine. I worked with a coach once and they were always talking to me about taking messy action and I really love that phrase and I think it's so helpful because the truth is all the little niggles and things that perhaps you don't quite like about the material that you're the sort of content that you've produced nobody else is probably going to recognize that and ultimately your audience are out there ready and waiting and they want to hear from you so you're doing them a disservice by holding back all of this fantastic content so a really good little mindset tip to help you sort of get around this idea of perfectionism is that I always used to promise myself don't worry I'm going to release it today but next week I'm going to come back and tweak it. Now as I've mentioned we're all super busy we've all got huge to-do lists and the reality is did I ever really go back and tweak half the things I've put out there or published? No not really. That didn't matter that really actually helped me to get the content out there and inevitably there was always good feedback people sort of clicked on the links responded to things and I never really regretted putting that content out there into the world. Another thing that can really help you as well is having a business buddy that you can ask feedback from. So one way that I work with teachers and help them from a coaching point of view is that I often work with them and help them to set up their own businesses, help them to start building their audiences. And this is all done inside my Accelerate program. And one of the main things that I've tried to implement inside this Accelerate program is this idea of us all working together from an accountability point of view and also to help give each other feedback. From the very start of the program, one of the things I loved the most was how collaborative everyone was together. So what I would encourage people to do is if, for example, they wanted to go live for the first time and they wanted to do it in a safe space or perhaps they would created a resource as like a lead magnet, which I'll talk about in a later episode in terms of email lists and things like that. We shared all of these together and worked together to give feedback and tips and support. And I found that this was such a great motivating tool for everybody inside of the program who really, you know, found that perfectionism was something that they struggled with and that was holding them back. So having these like business buddies, having these communities to sort of bounce ideas off of is something that's usually really beneficial for you in your business. Okay, so a quick recap. We have covered in this episode 
three of the main types of self-sabotage that I see in clients that I work with, but also sometimes in my own habits as well. So we've got procrastination, self-doubt and perfectionism. And if you feel like these are types of self-sabotage that you suffer from or things that affect you in your business, don't worry, you're not alone. In fact, to this day, I've yet to meet somebody who can't relate to at least one of these three things. And it's totally normal, you know, it's something that we all experience. But really, what's going to help you is raising your self-awareness, recognising when you might be demonstrating some of these self-sabotaging behaviours, and then taking action with it. So we talked about how with procrastination, it's about public promises, blocking out time in your calendar. With self-doubt, it's this idea of asking for feedback, keeping a record of it, reflecting on all those positive things that people have said to you over the past, and basically blocking out sometimes those negative thoughts in your mind and letting the more positive ones speak louder. Okay, so I hope you found this episode helpful today and you've enjoyed it. Earlier on, I mentioned my Accelerate program which is something I've designed to help tutors to build their online businesses. If this is something you think will be helpful for you, please check out the link in the show notes where you'll find all the information about the program and how you can join me. Otherwise, have a great week and I look forward to sharing my next episode with you next Monday. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Love Mondays Club podcast. Don't forget to review and subscribe or share this episode with one of your business friends. For more information and support from today's episode, head over to the show notes at lovemondaysclub.co.uk. Have a great week and I'll see you next Monday.